All right, guys, welcome to this episode of TNCBA's Tips, Tricks, and How-Tos. And as we're kind of making our way through the spawn here still and, and moving towards the post-spawn, uh, you're going to see us jump back and forth on techniques a lot just because the simple fact is there's a lot of things at play right now, a lot of things that are working. And one of the things that Kelsey wants to talk to you all about today is the wacky rig. He's got a lot of confidence in this bait. It's great post-spawn, spawn, and this, this finesse tactic it is deadly to entice fish to bite and get them to, mm -hmm. to eat it, whether it's on the bed or, or pulling them out from under a dock somewhere where they're in that post-spawn mode. So go ahead and talk to us, Kelsey, about your setup, what you like to have on, what you fish with, line, rod, reel, okay. all the way. So with this with this technique, the, the wacky worm technique, um, I like to stick to the dinger type bait. Mm -hmm. That's um, stick worm. The stick worms, the Gary Yamamoto Cinco's, the yum dingers, and all those. Um I feel like, you know, I like to throw the Gary Yamamoto's. Yeah, they're a little more expensive, but they're they're a lot softer. They are. You get a better and, action, I do believe, yeah. from them. You may not get as you, many fish out of them. You won't get as many fish catches out of them, but, but I, I do feel like it's got a better off. presentation. Um, yeah. As far as colors go, I don't really change it up that much. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, your watermelons. Your, yep. your, I stick to the natural colors. Watermelon, green, green pumpkin. And then every now and then I'll throw in like a smoke. Okay. A, gray, a, a, yeah. a gray smoke i think that's what that's called that color's called one here but um that's a really good color on south holston and right. uh actually watauga as well they're uh, those clear those water clear lakes waters. um yep. for some reason those fish like that, that that color up there but um so when you're rigging this up how yes. are you how are you rigging this bait up so that you're not tearing through them and and tearing them up a ton so I really use the the band a lot on these. I, okay. Like I don't get into the worm itself very much. That that will save you a lot, more or less. I mean, you just you slide that over top. Rig. Of it. Yeah, you slide that over top of it, and then I like to use a little, um, wacky rig worm, which is uh, made by Owner. It's a really sharp hook, but it's a very light hook, so therefore it um, it's got a lot of penetrating power. Yep, it's not. It's not too bulky. But that O-ring is going to save you a yes. ton of baits because what he's saying, guys, is with that owner hook, with this O-ring that's there, you're not actually necessarily going through the center of that hook or through the center of that worm with the hook. You're getting more of just that that ring that's on there. So that's going to help yeah. you save some baits. And, of course, these these o-ring tools you buy them comes with the o-rings already installed you can buy more to put on them uh, and you just place that inside and slide that o-ring up the tool until it's on to the bait yeah and here's one that's already set up okay you grab that right there so this is one that i already have rigged up um, i plan on using that here here shortly yeah but um if you look at the design of that hook, it's got a it's got a crook in the shank down at the very bottom. Um, that's mostly where your your worm is going to set. Um, it's that that's the way I see it as a focal point for that worm to set. Mm -hmm. So you have a good area of where your actual pen, your hook your hook point is. Yeah. And then you have that weed weedless setup. That I prefer that. I do especially, like the fact of having a weed guard. On especially there going back into like last year when we were fishing more of a post spawn type deal yeah. on Watauga. Um, I was throwing this around a lot of timber, a lot of lot of, lot of wood, and around docks and things. So that that helped me from getting hung up a lot. Right. Um, I think one key is with this setup is having multiple, maybe maybe two if you have the enough rods for it, maybe three with different weights. One going mm -hmm. completely weightless during the spawn. I don't like the weightless as much because it 
let me rephrase that. During a, if I'm sight fishing it, <laughs> yes. If I'm sight fishing it, I, I like those flick shake hooks, yes, that, that are football heads with just they're they're not heavy, maybe an ounce or maybe an eighth ounce, not an ounce, good grief, but they're a very lightweight. But it gives you enough weight that I can aim that bait a little bit easier and I can control it as I'm trying to bring it to the bed. Exactly. But then. Especially later on, post more, more post spawn, yeah. They're getting um, around those treetops. They're getting and, around the docks. And like I said, I like to I like to go with the wait list just for the reason that that, that particular reason. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a slower presentation. It's one that you can fish. You can cover a lot of water with it. You can. Um, like I said, you you want to really just kind of throw it out there and throw it not necessarily on an exactly slack line, but you want to yeah. follow that follow that bait down and watch it fall because when the, that's when you're going to get bit. Right. It was most times on the fall. Right. Um, so now, and, with you talking about this slow rate of fall, you're fishing this post-spawn, what kind of line are we throwing on here? I'm throwing 10-pound fluorocarbon. Okay. That's That's my preference. And I'm throwing it on a 7-foot medium action rod. Okay. Um, basically, same setup I would use for a lighter tube or something like that. Right. Um, it's a really finesse-style rod and reel um make sure you drag set the way you want it um that's that's key with me is making sure my drags another are set thing the exact way with this bait is how well it skips exactly a, a wacky rig bait is something that you can get way up under a dock you can skip it around areas that um might be a little harder to skip some other baits it's, it's a really good bait to be throwing around cover right so like you like he's saying your docks and things like that you you want to fish this around some type of structure you don't want to just be there's there's times and i have done this many times um a lot of times you see a fish break you know yeah. how, how we yeah. chase them sometimes we try to yep. get to them this yep. is the, those cinco's those dingers they're they're actually pretty heavy and i mean you can throw them a long way weightless yeah. themselves but when you one of the techniques I, i've learned over the years is to have one of those ready a Cinco or whatever yeah. and throw it right into their wake where they just came up. Just and I've caught several down. fish doing that. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing you could try. But, um, I think the other thing for me with, with the weightless wacky rig is learning patience and not overworking oh, it. Yeah. I hurry it up a little bit too much and sometimes I'm, I'm snapping it back to me too quickly or something, but it, the key is to to slow yourself down and let that bait do its own little shimmy down because it's it's got a lot of action that oh, yeah. you don't necessarily see or feel. But as that bait's falling, it's got great action to it. And then with the wacky rig, you are able to, as you said, put this bait around that cover, let it fall through the water exactly. column, and give them a lot of time to react. They can they can just kind of yeah, ease into it. Because I want to say more or less, they're thinking this is some type of brim. Yeah, that's that's what that's what you're imitating, and it's it's just fluttering down. So like, it's just hanging out. Like there. we're talking about, you just throw it out there, and uh, really just let it sink, and then every so often just give it a few little hops and let right. it pull it up off the bottom and just let it do that thing, do its just do flutter. its own thing again, because you can overwork these baits. You yeah. can, and I, and I think that's where a lot of people get a little messed up in it. You know, that, so so with this technique, guys. Again, whether it's weightless or you put a little bit of weight on it with one of the, like the flick shake heads, um, like I said, weightless is great for the post spawn because those fish might be tucked right up under a dock float mm-hmm. and you need to flip it right next to it. And you don't want it to fall past them too quickly. You want that thing just to flutter there right in front of their face. Whereas whenever I'm looking at a bed, I'm going to go with that flick shake 
as opposed to the weightless so I can get it, get right it on the bed and I can pull it to where I want it. The mm-hmm. weightless just seems a little bit harder to be able to put it into a certain spot. And with those beds, they are, which around here we don't play that game as much, but like when we've gone down to Hartwell and stuff, you want to get it so that you can get it right into that sweet spot. There's a certain spot of mm-hmm. that bed that those fish are going to keep coming back to. So keep these things in mind as you fish this wacky rig. It's a great technique spawn into that post spawn it's a great follow-up bait as kelsey said if you get busted on something and you're coming oh, yeah. through there with maybe a spinner bait and they pop it flip that right back in there it's a great bait let it do its thing don't overwork it light line a spinning rod setup is going to be the best way for you to take advantage of the wacky rig and put more fish in the boat and catch some of those spawners and post spawners this year guys so we hope you enjoyed this tips tricks and how to's get out there get you some uh, wacky rigs, get you some hooks for it, get you some O-rings, and get you some stick baits, guys. We'll check you all in the next one.